0: to God I wonder if I fell from the sky would I hit the ground or would I learn how to fly I'm pretty sure you see it in my eyes sometimes I wonder if I already died that shit get deep 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 man I swear to God that shit just get so
1: deep deep
0: deep deep Hey, Kings and Queens, welcome back to the Think About Us podcast. I am Willie, and this is the pull-up segment. And today I got my brothers, I got my kings with me today. Starting off, Jay Die from What Is TWS podcast. How you doing, King?
1: Man, I'm uh, I'm alive. It was a tax-free weekend, so I had to go out and, and battle them folks and do some uh, back-to-school shopping, but I'm here, so I survived. That's
0: so. yes, what's up, that's yes, what's up next joe laura from Bo talk by joe podcast how you doing king
2: i'm doing great how about you willie
0: i'm hey i'm breathing i'm here
1: <laughs> now i feel bad i didn't ask how you were really I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good and last but not least resident big brother from the big brother of vice podcast how are we doing today king how is the gummies and eminems hey well
3: <laughs> <laughs> my my food of choice i'm doing good by the grace of god everything's good how are you will how's everybody
0: i'm good i'm good i'm good how uh, how, how was uh how's everyone's week how's your mental health
3: Oh, busy, but good. week. very busy. But yeah, everything's good. Everything's flowing, making everything move. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Got I'm I'm
1: stressed. I'm, uh, I'm stressed. I'm battling a new job and new responsibilities. But, uh, you know, I asked for this, you know, be careful what you ask for. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get it, but, uh, we're going to make it through.
0: Okay. Okay. Jeff.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm doing good. Um, My uh, new position that I've been on for the last three months, four months, whatever it's been. Um, I'm already at the hang of everything, so ready to roll. Everything's good at home and uh, just doing a lot of podcasting.
0: Oh, yeah, you've been busy, and I've been watching a lot of Terminator and Skynet, and I've I've been thinking about you, so Miles Davis. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but before we go any further, I got a special announcement. Kings and What's Queens. That? From this moment on, I would like to introduce the League of Kings podcast. From now on, when y'all hear us together, we are the League of Kings podcast. Coming soon. How y'all feel yes, about sir? that, fellas? How y'all feel about uh-uh. that?
1: I'm excited, think- man. You know, I get to I get to hang out with some uh some decent people. You know. <laughs> The crew I associate with right now is not necessarily uh, the most wholesome group of folks. So I get to hang out. I get to be the bad guy for a change. I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
3: I think it's big. I think it's a, a big thing. I think this is just the dawn of some greatness about to happen. I think, you know, some good conversations, a lot of learning, a lot of, hey, I didn't think of it that way. You know, a lot of enlightening. You know, I'm excited yeah. and definitely I feel very, I feel good to be a part of it. And, um, it feels good to be with you guys.
2: Appreciate Uh, it. It's a big deal, you know, and, uh, uh, this, this is just shows you that how we started. And then all of a sudden we're, you know, we're together doing this. It's, uh, it's a big thing, you know, and, and, and a lot of responsibility, of course, uh, it's going to be a lot of hard work, but, uh, but I'm super excited to to take on the journey with you all.
0: Oh yeah, most definitely. I'm I'm pumped about this. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but at the same time, I'm ready to. Uh, I'm ready to make some big moves, and I'm I'm glad it's with y'all. Same here. So, to uh, just to start off the shenanigans. Hey, Dot. Let me ask you a question. Okay. uh Oh. Is your blackness in question if you don't know how to play spades?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just one thought. Just I'm, I'm it. super, super Wait, tall. We, <laughs> you
1: know, I live in a space where my blackness is questioned uh, consistently. Okay. So I would like to not question anybody else's blackness. <laughs> but spades is like a. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even remember being taught to play spades. I just know how to play spades. I don't remember mm. anybody sitting there explaining the rules. It just feels innate for some reason.
0: So,
1: mm-hmm. uh, I would have some I would have some follow up questions if I if I met somebody who didn't know how to play spades.
0: Because because see, for me, if you don't get cussed out or threatened, then you don't really know how to play spades. Like it's part of the training grounds. You know what I mean? Your feelings get hurt. You know what I mean? So I I, I yeah I I I got some questions to uh big brother would you like to would you like to um speak on that king
3: um so as you know willie just made a big announcement we are the league of kings (laughs) so i just want people to know you're just going to see a whole bunch of different sides of everybody in here and this is just you know this is like a sample of what y'all going to be getting so can you repeat your question to me uh will
1: Yes. Oh, that was a beautiful pivot, right? There. That was a beautiful pivot. I like that. It,
0: it was, wasn't it? It was. It was <laughs> like it was professional too. I thought. I thought I was watching MSNBC.
1: Uh, that was Barry Sanders, right there. Uh,
0: <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Is your blackness in question if you don't know how to play spades?
3: I don't think so. I mean, okay. it's a. It's a. Who? How many? I'm. I'm about to dig a deeper hole. How can it? Who even really even hears about Spades all the time? Like, Mm. I don't think it's in question. I just don't.
0: Mm. So, So, are you saying that, like, that'd be the same thing as, like, Bones? Dominoes? See? No, oh, see? Did, did you see that, Dot? <laughs> did you see that? Because I said bones and he was just like, uh, are we talking about chicken? Or uh, what? No, see? <laughs> he he didn't even know the slang for dominoes was bones.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm going to help you out big brother. I don't know how to play dominoes.
3: Th- that's what I was saying, because when the conversation was about spades and they were questioning about someone not knowing how to play spades, I was say, you know how to play dominoes. So yeah, no, nah, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Joe. When I was
1: coming out, you had to be a certain age mm-hmm. to know how to be invited to a domino game. Space was universal. Yeah. But if it wasn't at a certain age, you didn't sit at that table.
0: Okay. Okay. Exactly. So so are you never mind. So <laughs> go ahead, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Joe.
2: Um, so One thing I want you guys to know is that I was, I'm still very, uh, I'm still very uh, in my culture. So I know how to play Mexican cards, Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but I don't know how to play the American version of it. We never did. We never have. We never played anything else but uh, the Mexican card games, which I don't know what they would translate over to. Uh, which specific one, but you know, I never really played. I mean, I played twenty one. That's about it. But I never, you know, when I heard spades, I'm like, okay, that's that's a card game. But mm-hmm. I never associated card games with anybody. It's just you know what I mean.
0: So to answer the question, your black card is still under review. Gotcha.
2: <laughs>
0: gotcha. I can <laughs> play
2: dominoes. But do
1: you
2: yeah. know how to play pinochle? No. See, th- those those are the words, the, the names of it. I don't know, because I never played the only American version card game or anything that I played with cards was 21 or, or poker. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything's in Spanish. Everything, all the words are in Spanish, the Spanish, you know, the Mexican card game. So that's why sometimes I'm like, shit, what, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? So it's I'm still kind of culturally stuck uh, the way I grew up. So I'm, I'm learning how to, you know, get out there more and eat different foods and travel in different places. You know what I mean? Because we, we grew up kind of in that little bubble. We got you, Joe. We got you.
1: Yeah. We're going to take
2: care of you. Don't worry about it. Thanks, J-Doc. Thanks.
0: Yeah, we got, we got you. All right. Um. So a few weeks ago, uh, Joe had posed a question. What would you be doing if you wasn't podcasting? Go ahead, big brother. I, I'll let you... Go first on this one.
3: If I wasn't podcasting, um, I'd definitely be doing something else that's, that's creative, whether, you know, photography, like if it was to, just to get a creative outlet, you know, because I also take part in photography and I'm big on art. So I would say probably alongside those things, that's probably something that I'll be doing a little bit more than what I do now.
0: Okay. Okay, that's dope. Photography dope. Joe, so I think I kind of know what you was going what you're going to say. Um you're trying to launch SkyNet and you <laughs> <laughs> you good at arts and crafts. So would would that be it?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I like building weird stuff. Mhm. Um just in for me i mean this that's what i've done for my whole career is build stuff and fix things and uh it's unfortunate that i didn't get into robotics when i was younger that would have been great Mm -hmm. uh something that i really enjoy watching but if i wasn't podcasting yeah i would probably be doing videos of uh teardown of something or building some stuff or anything like that that's what i would be i'm I'm really good with my hands and thinking outside the box Mm -hmm. so uh other than that you know, photography would be cool. You know, I like to record whenever we travel somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about, before I did the podcast, I thought about maybe doing a, like, a travel channel type deal. Uh, but it requires a lot of travel. So, which, <laughs> which,
0: which costs, is not happening right now. Yeah, which costs money. Yeah. Yeah, a hmm. lot of a lot of money. J-Dot, what about you, man? Man, it's weird
1: because uh, somebody told me I uh, I should have been a pastor or something like that, and I, I can't see it, you know. They call me the deacon in certain places, but nah, that's, that's not for me. Um, I'd probably be, you know, DJing or something with music. I tried my hand at the whole rap thing, and uh, I'm not saying I'm bad, I think I'm I'm pretty good at it, but uh, I just don't have the stomach for performing. But, you know, I'm that guy you don't want to give the ox cord to, because you're not getting it back. And I'm playing something you never heard before, most of it you never heard before. I don't care what you'd like to listen to this, you know, you handed me the cord. It's my time now. So that's probably what I'd be on.
0: I mean, you know what? I probably should have asked you this first because you have over 300 episodes and then that's not even including all the other stuff that you do. So you what, like in the thousands.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, yeah. For some reason, <laughs> uh, I've made a, a hobby out of talking. And I don't like to talk. If you meet me in person, I'm quiet. I don't, you know, I don't really have much to say. I'm not a small talk person. Mm-hmm. But I spend hours upon hours, you know, in these conversations. I, I don't know. It doesn't fit my personality.
0: Yeah, me. I'm the same because people always ask, "Well, why are you on social media?" Because I can always log out. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I don't have to stay here. though. No, it's it's an easy exit to log out or just delete you. It's that simple, you know what I mean? But if I want a pocket, I, I would probably be driving Fianna crazy just with all my random thoughts <laughs> and and situations that I go through and stuff. And it's funny because like a lot, a lot of the stuff that we do talk about, we used to like act it out on Facebook, going back and forth between each other. So we would probably have this, crazy facebook page right now of us just bickering back and forth and you ain't shit and all this going back <laughs> going back and forth on facebook yeah i know i know big brother i know
1: <laughs> i would absolutely be following that <laughs> sign me up all
0: right so what's more important to you being spiritual or being religious joe
2: spiritual i grew up religious uh very and not by choice mm-hmm. It's just part of the culture so we had no choice but to you know this is the way right mm-hmm. kind of like the mandalorian yeah but uh as i got older i realized that some of the stuff i might not agree with so i'm okay with spiritual you know i still believe and i believe on certain things and I, I i believe that if, so as long as i keep my faith i'm on the right path but i don't have to believe everything about religion
0: okay that's just okay
1: that uh it's def- definitely spiritual for me uh organized religion uh, it bothers me for whatever reason from the things i've seen things i've seen people do in the name of religion or in the name of god or whatever you know that stuff tends to uh, get under my skin a little bit. But for the sake of my sobriety, um, I absolutely believe in a higher power. And um, I know if it wasn't for that higher power, you know, I'd be in a world of hurt right now. So uh, I'm definitely a spiritual person. Um, I just, I guess I don't like assigning a name to, you know, whatever that is. Uh, and I see what happens when people like organize around religion, like things, things tend to get ugly pretty quickly. So that's that's tainted my view of it
0: okay
3: big brother um definitely spiritual because you know god is a spirit you know religion you know is just a practice of you know so spiritual for me because god is a spirit and just making sure that your spirit is aligned with his and building that personal relationship because you know like i said religion religion It's just a series of, you know, traditions and things like that. But if the spirit of God is not in it, it's just man-made. So it's definitely, it's definitely spiritual.
0: Okay. So follow-up question. What's your thoughts or feelings about uh, atheists? Big brother, go Um, ahead. I seen your ass perk up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna start turning my camera. On.
1: <laughs> Nobody gonna be able to follow this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, atheists, I just my thoughts on that, and anyone like that is just all things are possible. At there, always everyone has an appointed time to either come into the belief and accept or deny. So if that person is declaring himself as that, and they still have breath in their body, they still have time or to get to a time where they have to get to that point where either you're going to accept or reject. So that's the way I view that I can't I don't go out and say, Oh, you do this, you do that. But Everyone is going to have that that deciding moment and some deciding moments are continuous and last, you know, come at you continuously and some get to that one moment where it's like, hey, this is the one moment. So even if that's the way or where a person is standing now, I don't believe that they always have to be that way. So I look at it like that. So it's not like, oh, you're this and you're wrong. Hey we all have that moment or getting to that moment we have to either accept or reject. But, you know, I always pray that they accept. You're right, J. Dot. I should have let y'all go first.
0: Versus... <laughs> y'all can't follow it, that. It, it
1: follow, it follow that.
0: <laughs> but go ahead, Dot. Go ahead.
1: Um, I'll say, you know, I'm, I'm cool with whatever your beliefs are, as long as, you don't spend your time trying to defeat or challenge someone else's beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe like you you promote your stuff it, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a a matter of attraction. You know, if if I see a person that's happy and enjoying their life and uh and a good person, I may want to understand, you know, what it is that you believe or what it is that you have going on with you spiritually that leads you to that place. If you're Walking around trying to tell me why God doesn't exist or why I shouldn't think what I think—that that's gonna, you know, make me repel from you. Mm-hmm. So, whatever it is that you believe, you know, as long as you're comfortable with other people believing something different and you're not spending your time trying to defeat, you know, my beliefs, um, you know, more power to you. If that's what's keeping you from robbing me or whatever, then believe in that. I hope I hope you have success with that. You know, I approve,
0: Joe. <laughs> Go, that was a
2: a good one, J. Dot. Uh, I feel like people are entitled to believe on whatever they want to believe in, and I feel that I'm okay with that. As long as uh, J. Dot just said, as long as you don't push the narrative on me and just let me believe on whatever I want to believe in, um, you know, I really don't, um, I really don't care if they believe on what you know, if they don't believe on anything, it's just, you know, it's a it's a personal choice. It's your choice that you make, um, you know. It's the decision that you have to take, or whatever you believe in. You know what I mean? And I'm okay with. You know, I have no no problem as long as I know that I believe. You know, then I'm okay. Yes, it, is it is it good that other people would believe and follow that? You know, not to like Jada said, not to cause any harm or be good people. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, that's great. But also there's a lot of people that follow religion that are bad. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, I'm okay with it. I mean, it's whatever to me.
0: Well, I'm an atheist. <laughs> and I think it was hilarious that j said, well, if that's what it takes for you not to rob me... <laughs> If that's when, what I with with like, <laughs> usually it's vice versa with people who who ha, who does believe has has found that's the reason why they're not robbing you because they found Jesus they found God so that's why it just it tickled it tickled the hell out of me <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like <laughs> not to rob you I mean I, I
1: had, I had a, a sponsor and we were going through the whole higher power thing like his higher power was life itself. So, you know, he wasn't subscribing to any God. And he had a whole, he could take you through this whole spiel of, you know, how life itself is the higher power. And and it's like, man, if that's what's... And and he believed in homeostasis and, like, all other organisms try to be at harmony with their environment. And so he had a spiel that was not God-centric, but led him to a place where he needed to be at harmony with the people around him. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's the way he needed to leave, the way he needed to live, and so it's like, yeah, if that's what's keeping you from harming me, my loved ones, whatever, I I'm all for it. Enjoy yourself.
0: Yeah, I appreciate. It. Now I don't, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have a spiel or a list. Right now, I'm just I'm in a place of uh search. That's that's my journey right now, you know, but um. Uh, Real quick, uh, has anybody been keeping up with the um, devastation in uh, Hawaii and Maui? Yes.
3: Uh, yeah. Go ahead, big brother. Oh no, I was say it was yes. Go ahead, Joe.
2: Yeah, actually, I I recorded an episode earlier about that, and uh, it's it's sad, you know, that all all these people lost everything, but. There's a lot of people coming out saying that it was for another purpose. Mm. I guess there's some companies that want to, uh, that want that piece of land. And, I mean, you know what I mean? It's all conspiracies from people. It it doesn't take away the fact that these people lost their homes. And a lot of people died. I mean, the videos, there's dogs fried. Laying on the ground. Mm -hmm. Like, fried dog. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's... A lot of people lost a lot of shit. And now the government's gonna try to help, but you're gonna have to borrow that money to fix your home. You know what I mean. So it's definitely tragic. I think it's one of the biggest, uh, the most uh, over a hundred years. It's been like the biggest uh, mm-hmm. fire or something with casualties or something like that.
0: I was talking to one of my um, sisters that's actually from Hawaii. She's not. She doesn't live there, but she's from there, and it's the uh, it's on the scale of Katrina of how bad Katrina was. So I know she's, uh, I've been trying to help her spread the word and share her tweets and whatever information she gives me, you know, to, to get the word out. Uh, Sadly, this morning, as of this morning, there's been 89 confirmed fatalities. Uh, I'm also, well, like I've been just said that the the situation is as the magnitudes is, is is on the scale of uh how Katrina was. Uh so if you can somehow support, whether it's donating or just sharing the information, uh, that would be helpful. I know she told me that, you know, it's not always about the money, but if you can just share, you know, if you can't give, you know, at least at least share the information so that people know if they wanna help. Uh I I will be posting the show note, the links in our in the show note, she gave me like 10 or 12, I think it was 10, links that people can go to if they want to uh, donate or, you know, send clothes or whatnot. I know a big thing right now is clothes uh, as well. Um, I was also told to relay that uh, do not donate to the Red Cross or United Way. Because they're actually withholding do- donations from the people, which is something that they uh, are known for.
1: And from what I was following, like, the the 89 is without them really going into structures and buildings yet. Like, yeah. they haven't they have gotten in to see people, you know, or find, you know, remains and things inside of buildings and structures. So, the 89 is, is the low number,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for you know,
0: yeah. we're going to see. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very sad. I, I I didn't really catch on to it until later on. I didn't I didn't know that it had to even happen because I don't I don't watch a lot of news like as, as much as I used to. I don't spend a lot of time on social media, so the only reason I even knew was because she was posting tweets. Like I will look up, I get twenty notifications, <laughs> and I'm like, oh something's going on. And I clicked on it and I was like, okay. Yeah. So it, it's been, it's, it's been rough, it's
3: been really rough. Big brother, anything you want to add? No, just, just the devastation alone. And you know, <clears throat> when I finally caught hold of the story, you know, I always, for me, I always say, things like this, how is this not at the top of the news every hour on the hour mm-hmm. and y'all flooding us with so many things that are not like this, that should have been a top, but that was, but then I, of course, to me, I always get into the humanity of how did this happen and where are we as a people that look at what happened to them? Where, how did we get here? I'm always that person. Mm-hmm. Like, Where did we fail as a people, whether it be climate change or whatever it was, but, you know, not to go like to draw it out too much longer, but yeah, just the devastation. And I think hopefully they just don't hurry up and make this a quick news story to get the ratings and move on. These people are going to need us for the foreseen time moving forward. You know, I know a lot of people always say thoughts and prayers, but yeah. If you are praying, truly pray for these people, because when I heard the people had to jump in the water mm-hmm. to save themselves from the fire, heart wrenching. And just remember that that these are actual people mm-hmm. that have to go through this.
0: I think for then, me, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you no, know, to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, big brother. I think what was really troubling me is the fact that the tourist. Are complaining that oh there goes our vacation oh I can't do this I can't do that that was the part that was troubling me it's, it's like like is that is that really where your head like these people live here you're just visiting yeah and they're complaining yeah. that their vacation got cut short or I already paid the money to to go now I can't go so what I'm supposed to do that that type of shit is the shit that, yeah. that, that, that irks me, you know? Yeah. Like,
3: where's the humanity?
0: Yeah.
1: I wanted to pose this question to you guys, cause this is something that, you know, I struggle with. And it's, uh, so I haven't really been following the story. um, And it's mostly because like, there, there's a certain level of fatigue that I'm experiencing with just the amount of, of tragedy and the amount of the, these stories, you know, that you get confronted with, it seems like the news that is what the news is about. Like there's some something to be outraged at, something to be upset about, something to be heartbroken over just constantly. And I think I, I am reaching a point where just like I have, I don't tune into things because I don't have any more like emotional space. Like I I don't want to see something that's going to upset me because I can't deal with it anymore. And I don't want to like turn a blind eye to people suffering, but at a certain point I am feeling like I, I just can't, I don't have it, you mm-hmm. know? Have it for another one so i mean how do you how are you guys dealing with that i know i can't be the only one that's just seeing like all of this stuff all the time uh how do you how are you able to process it?
3: just taking quick breaks because emotional fatigue is a real thing trauma triggering triggering is a real thing because the news can trigger your trauma and things like that. And sometimes I do think it baits you into it, but emotional, you know, just taking those small little breaks in between there. Cause I get it, J-Dot. Sometimes you're like, yo, I can't take anymore. I'm moving into overload. And then, you know, just taking those small breaks, but then remembering not just to stay tuned in to tune in, but just to stay tuned in, just to see what I need to do as a person. But I would just say, yeah, that, you know, just taking those small little breaks, like, yo, I've seen enough. You know, I I have to process this before I can see anything else. At least that's how I'm doing it.
0: Go ahead, Joe.
2: Yeah, it's definitely frustrating. You know what I mean? And I kind of made it a a thing for me to go through the news. And since, you know, podcasting, so I try to go through the news. But it's tough, you know, it's tough to see that kinds of stuff. But I just try to, you know, I, I ask myself the question is what, you know what the hell if you put yourself in, in those people's shoes man like it's got to be an awful feeling you know what i mean and uh it seems to be like in this country if something happens to us americans we don't act fast enough um we're really fast to help other countries but we're not fast <laughs> enough to help our country mm-hmm. where the people need it the most right and so it's frustrating you know i get frustrated i get upset and um and I, I just wonder, you know, it's like how 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 would I what would I do if if that was my home and I lost everything? And so you know, it's it's hard to deal with, but you know, it's one of those things that I mean, what can what can I do from here? You know what I mean? It's it's just it's tough.
0: Uh, for me, I think on the trauma part, I think that's why I don't watch a lot of news. You know, here lately, I don't watch a lot of, uh, I don't get on social media as much. Social media has been like the last thing that I've been kind of like backing away from. So the news, I really don't watch a lot of it. You know, unless it's a, I don't want to say this is a big story. You know, if I'm flipping through like, oh, what's, what's going on here? But other than that, I don't sit and just watch the news because of the trauma. Because it seems like every time we turn the news on, there's some type of trauma, and then on top of it, it doesn't really get spotlighted, the situation. You know, like this whole uh, Maui thing, there hasn't really been a lot, unless unless it's people, like I said, like my sister, she's constantly tweeting and she's going back and forth, uh, as she say, colonists. Going back and forth with the colonists, you know, but other than that, I agree with big brother. You have to step, you have, you have to step away from, from it in order to, to keep your, your humanity to keep your, your, your mental space clear. You, you have to, because otherwise I'm, a, I'm, i one of those, I'm one of those guys. And y'all know this. Like, if I heard somebody say some shit at work, and they're like bad mouthing it, I'm I'm the wrong one to say something around that, cause I'm I'm gonna say something to you about it. You know what I mean? And, and it's it, and it's 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 not even the black people or the brown people saying the shit at work. You know who it is. You know, they always got something to complain about. Or why ain't they doing this? They should they should have did that. Well, motherfucker they didn't? And right now, we all need to pitch in and help. You know, and then sometimes a lot of people's, it's the opinions for me that that, that really triggers my trauma. It's the opinions. It's the people not really knowing what's going on that, that adds to my trauma. Because now I'm on the defense.
3: Yeah, and just to add one thing before we move on, is just the, how can you just not see a person? Mm-hmm. I think for me, that's the part that grieves me and upsets me at the same time. Whether you're telling the story, talking about the story, your mind has got to remember, this is a living, breathing soul. This is a person. It's not just a story you tell us for two minutes and you interviewing them so we know you're devastation. Stop telling these news stories like it's a a soap opera or something like this. Mm -hmm. That's the part that upsets me. These are people. Like, Mm -hmm. what about the people? Yeah, I mean, could you, like, Oprah's
0: down there. She actually has a house down there, but she's actually helping the people. She's not on own with one of her studio cameras documenting her helping. She does it because it's right. No, it's the thing to do. You know what I mean, but who are, who who are we, huh? Who 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 are we? Who are we to say?
3: So. But but it's good that we're talking about it because yeah. Yeah. we're shining a light on it.
0: Yeah, no, that I, I was being sarcastic with 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 that. Oh, oh, oh I know. <laughs>
3: this is what you can expect from the League of Kings.
0: Yeah, they
3: want to shine lights on stuff. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. So back it up, J. and Joe. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: <laughs> so yep. It, it's it, it's what kind of that part
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it is kind it was kind of a segue on what you um said um j dot and uh big brother you mentioned this once before uh what are we watching is it coincidence that a lot of movies and shows seem to be mimicking reality I was telling you earlier uh today Joe I mean between listening to your AI conversations. I'm also watching the Terminator saga. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you got uh some of us is in the Matrix, some of us is woke, some of us took took both pills, and now we just don't lost our damn minds. Uh <laughs> and now the 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 newest movie, they clone Tyrone.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, what? Okay, so give me first. Give me y'all thoughts on what? How do y'all feel about movies and shows? I start to mimicking reality. Because remember, because Termi- remember, Terminator was back in '86 when it first came out.
1: I think reality has gotten. Just I can't imagine what it must be like from like my mom. Well, you know, or people her age to see, you know where things are now. Because I know in my lifetime, I've just witnessed like the level of crazy just go so far. I, I don't know where the end game is. So I think if you were creative and you're coming up with show ideas, there's no better place than what was right outside your window. You can't come up with something better than that. Yeah. Like you know, the crazy is right there. If you want to come up with a sci-fi thing, just Google something, and there it is. You know they. I think uh, Beanie Siegel is using AI to recreate his voice so that he can uh, put out more albums now because he had the whole, what is it, like lung? yeah something to happen Mm -hmm. uh, his voice and his voice is is gone. And now he's going to, so it's like real life has gotten as sci-fi as you could possibly get. Like nothing is crazier than what was actually happening.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, Nina Simone even said, you know, your art has to mimic the times. So, you know... For us to see TV and film mimic the times, yeah. So obviously, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm. It's crazy because
0: I was watching *The Terminator: Genesis*, and the whole thing was them having this big launch of uh of of was it it wasn't Genesis? I forgot I forgot what the program was called, but it basically was like Google but in the place of the Terminator, you know what I'm saying, of, of Skynet, you know what I'm saying? So, like, at this big countdown, you'd be able to, everything through your phone, everything through your tablet, you know, everything's going to be controlled through one device and this and that, this and that. We, we've been doing that for a few years now. I mean, think of, think about when, when we get done with this episode tonight and you go to Google just go go to Instagram and see how many ads pop up about something that we talked about today. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's it, it's I have stuff pop up and and I be having like Amazon ads pop up on stuff that I'm thinking. I ain't even said nothing, to nobody. I'm just thinking <laughs> it, and it pops up. I'm like, what kind of telekinesis shit is this? Where <laughs> you know. I, be, be careful they got you on a watch list somewhere the fbi
1: is, is, is looking at you. <laughs>
0: well i know i'm on one joe is on one i know for oh, sure Joe is on one <laughs> so and that you I used to work you used to work for the Pentagon. Sh- 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 should we go ahead and move or should we just tough it out what what do you think we should do
2: <laughs> that's true forgot about that <laughs> let's
1: go running from what's coming folks like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, i have no
2: idea <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I think we're going to be, uh, we're going to ourselves, we're going to, we're going to finish ourselves off um, eventually. Uh, with all this shit that's happening, all this technology, we're going to cause it to ourselves. It's not going to be a natural disaster or anything else. It's going to be us, either something that we created, something that, you know, something that we, uh, that we've made. And I think we're, you know, that's what's going to happen to us eventually. Uh, I mean, if you, you look at it now, I mean, like j says, it's crazy now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. So eventually we're going to have robots and we're going to have all kinds of weird shit. People are going to, you know, be able to, they're going to put chips in your head. I mean, all that stuff is coming, man. All that stuff. So, you know what I mean? We're going we're gonna to cause ourselves our downfall.
1: But the, the, the crazy thing is, to put it like in, in perspective, every generation has felt this way. Yeah. Every generation has felt like we this close to the end. I mean, Jesus was an apocalyptic figure. If you look at like historically, mm-hmm. you know, people were looking at him like, you know, he, he's ushering in or he's, he's the precursor to the end of days. And that's why we need to get on this train because it's all coming to an end. So it's like, it's like, yeah, it does. It that's, it. definitely does feel like, like these are the, the moments before the big moment, but it's always felt like that. So I, I I just, I'm trying to just live, live and enjoy life. You know, if it ends tomorrow, I probably can't stop it. And if it goes on for several hundred more years, you know, hopefully my daughter gets to enjoy hers.
0: Speaking of Jesus, have y'all have have y'all ever heard of Jesus of uh
1: Oh, about to put us all on the list.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't, but I, you know, I'm interested to see where this is about to go,
0: brother. No. No. Jesus of Lubick was the first uh slave ship that actually transported slaves from the city of Lubick, which was once a free city, which is now a part of Germany. But I'm sorry. That was a quick rabbit hole. I just wanted to ask
3: please on my list. Please Google, <laughs> I'm
0: Please big brother go ahead. <laughs>
3: Oh, no, no. And I'll just say this now. Whenever hard issues about race come up, whether it's black, any race being enslaved or anything, Mm -hmm. you'll just always see me do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me calming myself down. Like, keep it together. I'm (laughs) sorry. I
0: I didn't I didn't mean to trigger you, brother. I didn't mean to trigger
3: you. You're right.
0: I I didn't mean to trigger you. Serenity now. Right. I'm gonna send you some M M&M, and So I'm sorry
3: <laughs> for us. And here you go, Joe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what, what's your thoughts, Big Brother, on 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 movies and shows mimicking reality?
3: Uh, like I said, you know, right about now, yeah. Like J. said, you you got the best shows are when you when you look out the window, but mm. you know. To me, is they are mimicking reality, but you know, I'll just piggyback onto that part. We got to look at the narratives that they're trying to drive home with us. That that's what I always look at when I look at shows, whether it's black and brown people, whether it's you know marginalized people. What narrative are you trying to drive home with me? Are you telling an authentic broad story, or do you want me to see? A certain set of people in one way, so that's what I always look for when I when I watch anything.
0: Okay. All right. So, have we all watched *They clone Tyrone? I did. I did. Yes. Okay. I was. I was waiting. For that movie. I was looking forward to it. Was you? Okay. So, what? Give me your thoughts.
1: I think it was it was a, it was a dope movie. I think uh, Jamie Foxx played the hell out of a pimp. That was that was a beautiful performance by him. Um, but for me, the larger narrative of the film was not so much like this this evil uh, entity that's creating these situations. It was more of you know some of these people need to start looking at themselves as you're a clone, like you're just a reproduction of of something that somebody was trying to push on you. You're just another one of a million people just like you. And if people could embrace the fact that they're different, you know, you offer to, I got, my, my level of spirituality is, I you know, I feel like uh, for us to exist, for us to be having this conversation right now, every second that ever happened, you know, in the universe throughout history had to happen exactly the way it happened for this moment to exist. So, for the universe to have conspired to create this moment, must mean this moment is important. Mm-hmm. I think if individuals viewed themselves like that, the universe had to conspire to create you. Then, whoever you are, in whatever way, shape, or form you exist, you know, is is important and necessary for whatever comes, uh, whatever comes after this. So, just you know, to wake up from the whole, you have to fit this narrative, and you have to fit you know, this. Like, like we talked about, you know, the space thing. No, you don't have to know how to play space to be black. Don't feel any pressure to learn how to play space to solidify your blackness, you know, be black or be whatever, be human in whatever, you know, form the universe conspired to create you in, but we don't have to be clones. Like that is being pushed on us, but it's really on you to wake up and decide you don't want to follow that anymore.
0: I like that. That was well put. So, big brother, if you ever get set on a blindfold, just know that it's not meant for you to know how to play spades. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll take it till I make it.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, J. Dot basically, uh, you know, he, he. I mean, that's what he said. Is you know, it's basically what I got out of the movie. One thing I didn't like about it, and that's just my personal opinion on it, is. I don't like how they were targeting the black community and the type of, you know, like, for instance, um, that specific community. You know what I mean? Um, I tend to have a problem with race, uh, racial stuff. And I do feel like they target uh, communities um, because of their, you know, because of the class, right? Middle class, you know, and um, that's one of the things that I didn't. That i was looking at it when i was watching it, i was like man they you know targeting the you know that community because what they don't have resources what because they think they're dumb why because they can't get out of the hood you know so that's kind of that's kind of where i saw a little bit of it and uh, the movie was great you know the movie was it was a good movie you know and i mean it's just to me that's kind of what i thought about you know when i was watching it
0: so so when you said you didn't like that they, they was focusing on the black people, are you saying you rather had been like white people? Well, I I'm just I'm just, that, I'm just I was just trying to clear it up. I'm just trying to understand exactly what what you were saying.
2: Well, I, I would have thrown more people in there. You know what oh, I mean? I you, felt like you would have made I it. Feel like, like it was. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I felt like you. It's like oh, who 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 are we gonna clone? Well, let's go to a let's go to a poor community. Oh, let's let's pick the black one. I mean, that's what I felt. It's like, well, why couldn't you put more people in there that in the same community, right? We we'll all live together. But that's kind of what I felt. It was like, there. Were, it was a narrative. I, I understand mm-hmm. what, what it was about, but uh, it is true. You know, they, they target communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's 100% true. Uh, it's, I didn't like it, but it's true.
0: I'm going to say that is how black people feel with redlining what you just said is how we feel about redlining because a lot of people don't feel like we don't have a way to get past that red line. They're going to find some way to keep us over that red line just so that we're not bettering ourselves, uh, succeeding, you know, doing what we feel that we are meant to do. But I I, I get what you're saying, but I'm, also saying that that's also how a lot of black people feel because we all, and I'm sure brown people do too, uh, but for the sake of this, uh, black people ha- has always felt targeted, you know, especially in, in, lower, in lower income neighborhoods.
2: Yes, that's what I was trying to, I couldn't remember what. Yeah, lower income neighborhoods. Yes,
0: yes. yeah, but I, no, I, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. I, I wasn't for sure if you were saying like you wanted to see like a mixture of that one cool white guy that grew up listening to rap music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Uh, a Chinese store in you know in the mix because it was
3: like an all black neighborhood. I got you, yes. big brother. Um. <clears throat> There was so many things in it, but a lot of things that one of the big things that stood out to me where when the when the old professor, the old one was saying to the other one, he's like, instead of getting rid of them, he said, it's easier for make them assimilate. And when I heard that, it reminded me of all the documentaries that I saw, especially. um. The name is escaping me right now, but it'll come to me. Something like exterminate the brutes. I think that 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 yeah. documentary, where every race that was not the superior, the the race that was taking over, were forced to assimilate. You are forced to, if you want to live, and what at whatever level that we will allow you to live, you must assimilate to us. You must get rid of your heritage. You, you must get rid of however your ethnic look is and assimilate to what we tell you you must to assimilate to. So that was the big part that I took to it. Where it's like, yeah, you notice in society, everything is always pushing you to assimilate to that and that your heritage and your lived experience is not good enough. So get rid of it if you wanna fit in, if not, you're gonna stay right there in the hood. That's what what a big part that I got out of it. And the other part where he knocked on the door and his mom wasn't even really in the room. Mm -hmm. I didn't look at it as though parents weren't in the house. I looked at it as though we're always taught to be hard and we can never have a moment of weakness. And if we do, no one's there to nurture and hold you that's what I got those are two big things that really made me mad I'm just gonna say and you know because I was like oh this is so messed up but yeah I enjoyed the movie but that assimilation thing really got to me the the mom
0: thing because I we spoke about that big brother no the mom thing that kind of that tore me up that out of Everything that tore me up because all that time, you know, he would kind of he would check on them, but you never seen him. Mm-hmm. You know, you never seen him. And then when he finally was kind of like something ain't right, and he goes in there and nobody's in there, that tore him up. Yeah, that tore because that was that was like him realizing that he's in this system. Yeah. No, and he was just like, "What the hell? What the hell?" And then, I think I, I kind of it took it. I don't know. It was like another level for me as far as when we do grow up, because you never, because you notice there was no father figure, there was no picture of yep. no family picture of the mom, dad, and him. Mm-hmm. There was never no mention of his dad or his father. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just him and his mama. Yeah. So then so now it's the it's the single mom, um, uh, the single the single black mom thing, and then throw on top of it well she's she she's she's here but she's not here. So now it's just me yeah. hold, holding it down. You know what I mean? I got out of it, it was basically the matrix, but it was just all black people it it really put into perspective of even if you do wake up you're still stuck in this big system that's that's bigger than you Not, whatever you do whatever power no matter how strong you are how smart you are they still going to trap you in this in this assimilation like you were saying big bro they going they going to trap you in there so even though, I mean, there there's no, there was no hero as in like Neo, but they still, they still woke up. But then, oh, yeah. but when, you know, when they went on the ground, they seen all the duplicates of the bodies. That's where yeah. the whole Matrix thing came in. It was like, yeah, you can wake up as much as you, we'll wake you up a thousand times, but you still going to repeat the same thing over and over and over but it wasn't until the hood got together and i can't remember what the slogan was if 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 it don't look right it ain't it or something i can't remember what they said on with the with the news with the news uh, with the reporter when the reporter was looking all crazy at him and stuff but it's like it 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 it, it takes us to get together in order for us to wake up together
1: it was it was yeah. so many things in that in that movie. And uh well, another thing I pulled from it that this may be just me on my conspiracy theory level type thing. But I, I remember when the when the when we were having these debates and arguments about the vaccine and people were like this, they doing they doing this with the vaccine, and this is why they want you to take it. Mm-hmm. I think when I watched They clone Tyrone, it's like they wanted to get you on that level way easier ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Way easier ways than a pandemic and a vaccine. Put it in the chicken, mm-hmm. put it in the like way easier way they drop a new taco with taco bell every week and then people rush out there to get that if they want to put some <laughs> menu it had been done or they, they already doing it they don't need to invent you know a weird disease to do it but then uh, to piggyback off what big brother was saying i think you know killer mike to me uh had a quote that said it the best you know it's like the message we are getting and this, and again i'm speaking from a black perspective because i'm black because and because I, I don't know any other anybody else's experience or anything else, so I can't really um, speak to it from that level. But uh, he said the message that, that we're receiving from white folks is, you know, black people, if you don't make us comfortable, mm-hmm. we'll kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you either assimilate, mm-hmm. or these are the consequences that you're going to suffer. And we're going to show you that on a repeated basis until you get the message. And then, uh, and then to, to piggyback off, Joe, I'm trying to touch on everybody because y'all was talking, and I was like, oh, I got, I got things to say. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Thinking back off, off of what Joe was saying, um, yeah, I, 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 it is it's a social economic thing. And if you look at like the Black Panther movement back then, when they were trying to do the Rainbow Coalition, like Fred Hampton and a lot of those people, that was the message that they were spreading: like that this is not this is not a black thing. This is the the oppressed versus the oppressors. And you can be oppressed if you can be poor, white, poor, you know, whatever else. And and we need all of us in order to. To get out of this situation. And that's one of the reasons he was kind of targeted the way he was, cause he was not just uh unifying the black community. He was unifying all, you know, mm-hmm. poor people who were going through these same situations. And they like now we gotta that's why you know the black messiah label got put on him. They're like, now we gotta we gotta crush this now before mm-hmm. it gets uh it gets it gets more serious. But I think for the makers of that movie, like I said, when sometimes when I'm speaking or when they ask me questions about like uh men and women and stuff like that, like I know I may have an opinion on something from a human perspective, but I normally try to put that disclaimer in it like I'm speaking as a man because I don't know what it's like to be a woman. So I think maybe the people that made that movie, you know, they can only speak from that black perspective because that's the perspective that they they have, you know, to include other people, maybe it would have had to include other people in the writing or something like that to help bring those perspectives in, but it's hard to just put some characters in a movie you know, when talking about something like this, if you don't fully understand, you know, the impact of what their life is like on that level. And so you can only tell the story sort of from your point of view and maybe your point of view is, yeah, there are a lot of communities where, you know, I know in DC, DC is only 10 square miles, but if you wanted to only see black people your whole life, that's real easy to do. You had to go out your way Mm -hmm. to go find another community. So it may be difficult for somebody Mm -hmm. that grew up in that environment to tell a story that's multicultural, because they don't have, they don't have that experience.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> oh no! I, hey, I was I was with you. I was with you. Yeah, get deep, brother. Pause. Was that a pause? That was a pause, wasn't it? That was a pause. Okay. They were going to pause. It was a
1: lot of pause moments in this show, but I'm I'm not bringing that.
0: Okay. to Up. I'm not. Okay. 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 Uh, but nah, I loved it. That was w- well explained, uh, Joe. Do you have any more questions for the for the Black delegation?
2: No, no, I'm good. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's crazy that after so many years, uh, since the beginning of the, this country was formed, you know, people still pick on the Black community. You know what I mean? And uh, I said this on one of my recordings. It's they, they don't give black community a chance to heal they think that this shit's just gonna go away in a couple hundred years and it doesn't work that way you know what I mean and in, in movies like this you know sh- sure you don't have to be black to to feel it you know what I mean you you can just feel the narrative and the way shit is now and uh it's tough
3: but can I can I can I ask Joe as With your culture, do do you see and do other Mexicans see it the same way where you feel as though it's always telling you assimilate or stay where you're at?
2: Yeah, I think in in a little bit of a different way. I think uh, uh, Mexico and stuff like that's all about power. Uh, They want you to stay in those neighborhoods. They don't want you to do anything. Uh, they want you to live in them for the rest of your life, and and a lot of people do. You know
3: they. Oh no, I'm saying, I'm saying like here in America, like you know how they always, like or do you see how they they're telling Mexicans you assimilate to how we do it, get rid of your culture if you want to move up and.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Now I get you. Yeah, yeah. I feel uh, when I was watching that movie, I felt. <clears throat> that's what they do to a lot of, a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel the same way. I feel like uh, this is the way you got to do it or, or else, you know what I mean? I feel the same way as, as, you know, J. was explaining. I mean, we're not much different at all. You know what I mean? We're, I feel like they're trying to keep us oppressed. Um, and if you're not, if you're not the right color, you know, you, you gotta suffer this, the consequences, you know what I mean? And it's unfortunate that it's that way, but, it's that way.
0: Yeah. I mean p- poverty is definitely not a color issue. It's it it comes it becomes an issue is when you try to get out of the poverty and you're not able to because some type of system has been set up for for you to stay there. Y'all want to know what's, uh? y'all want to know what's crazy is like Like the like the downtown West End area. Or like where where I live at Louisville. A lot of the 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 black neighborhoods used to be white neighborhoods. And then you start getting uh Big Brother know I'm talking about. Then you start start then they start having where uh what was that one TV show, them or us when the black family move into the white neighborhood. And then they was like, Oh shit. Nah, we gotta go. So they start, they start leaving. So then more black families start moving into the neighborhood. Cause all the white families done left. Right? So that's what happened. So now once an area starts looking financially, financially, Uh, has potential to have some type of financial backing behind it. They start raising rates on your mortgage, on your rent, they start stores start closing. So now it comes gentrified. So then slowly that, that, that cycle starts going back to where all the black people start moving out. Now they got to move out further. Like here, they're making them move out further, like to the countries, to the to the to the counties. You know where they actually, like they actually have to have a car to take their child to a school, or you know, there's no there's no bus system. So now, so now that's happening. It's like that whole big red line, circle. Like yeah, yeah, long let them have it. You know, do whatever y'all going to do. And about 25, 30 years, once, once your grandkids are born, then we'll start pushing out the grandparents because they, they be too weak, you know, to, to put up a fight and stuff. It, it we're literally watching it happen here.
1: Yeah. It's happening it everywhere.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it, it is, but I'm like, we're like, it's you no know, how you were saying that, like, you can only imagine what your parents have seen, but now we're seeing things. It's like, dude, I never would have thought I would have ever witnessed redlining. You know, just you know through my eyes. I may, you know, you read about it, you know, or you may see a documentary, but never, I never would have thought I even would have actually just dis- to see it happen. You know, but you know,
2: one of the one of the biggest things that i hate is that when uh, you hear people some people i heard of a bunch of times when they're like oh there goes the neighborhood mm-hmm. why the fuck are we any different than you you know what exactly. i mean it's, it's we're not different yeah it's like what what do you mean there goes the neighborhood i heard that shit a lot you know and it's just like that's the problem yeah
1: i mean just devil's advocate on that one because i i went through this living in dc and this is uh I don't know what this solution is, but like I remember me and my girlfriend would have to go further and further out to find a, a movie theater that was decent. It's like we find a movie theater and we know we only got three to six months before the young people find I won't even say black people, I just say young people. The young people gonna find it, you know, it's gonna get run down, people gonna be in there smoking weed and you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. And if we wanna enjoy a movie in peace, we're gonna have to go further and further out. And it's like I don't know if you know the D.C. area, but by the time I left, I think we were going all the way to Annapolis, which is like hours away mm. to go see them. It's like every time they'd open a new one, it'd be nice for, you know, a good three to six months. But you knew it was coming. You better have, you know, your plan B ready. So it's like as much as I don't, as much as I want to look at people who who may see certain folks moving into an area and, and have that attitude of there goes the neighborhood. It's like I've, I've I've been there and I've had that same feeling against my own folks. And, you know, and it it hurts, but it was, it was real, and it was like I don't know how you change that, how you, uh, how you adjust that mentality. But I, I can, it's not right, and I didn't like feeling that way when I felt that way. But
2: I, it's a part of me to understand. Yeah, and that goes back to the what we were talking about uh, on Willie's episode with the black and brown the re, you know that gap, that what J. Dot just said goes back to. We need to start by respecting our communities, Mm -hmm. respecting our neighbors, our families. And it starts with us. You know what I mean? And that's why you're saying in order to find somewhere you have to keep going. And and even though you felt bad about thinking that way, it's because we don't respect our communities. We don't respect our neighbors. You know what I mean? And that's the problem is in order for us to cover that gap and to change, we have to learn how to respect our shit, respect our people. You know what I mean? Hey, Joe.
0: I mean, not. Joe, I'm sorry. Died. So here's another devil's advocate thought. Totally random. So let's say you are living in your black neighborhood, right? And then a white family lives, moves in, right? And you like, oh there goes my the, the value of my house just went up. We can sell this shit now. <laughs> so is that would that be the same thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna tell you a funny story. It's not about like property values or nothing, but I grew up in uh PG County, Maryland. Which at at least at one time was the richest, predominantly black county in the country, like, and um, my mom still lives there to this day. So right after January sixth, I remember my mom calling me, and she was in full on panic, just full panic. I'm like, "Mom, what's wrong?" She said, "A white lady just walked across my lawn," and she and she didn't know what to do. They had a whole like old lady meeting about like this white lady walking across <laughs> her lawn because it's not like white people just. Yeah. There's no reason for you to be out there. We don't know why you're out there. We just saw January 6th, and now we, we don't know what's about to happen. And they came to the conclusion that the next white person they saw in the neighborhood, they were calling the police. Mm. I, I said, Ma, you know what that sounds like, right? Mm. Like, you're enough to have been a black person and it would be some white folks to seeing you walk through the neighborhood and, like, we about to call the police. Like, you, you're flipping it. You just flipped it right back over. Like, you became what you didn't
0: like, you know, but... Hey, but... Yeah, that's- she, she, she got a point. Yeah,
1: they had a whole meeting. A whole old, all the old ladies that look out their window had a meeting about uh, this white lady walking across her lawn. I'm
0: going to be honest with y'all. The only time I know when it's getting close to voting time is when I, see, I start I start seeing a lot of white people walking around the neighborhood. That's, that's my sign that I know... <laughs> That is it's get close to vote time. Because other than that, you never see them. You ne- I never see them. They, you know. <laughs> What's that, big brother? <laughs> what are you say?
3: <laughs> I'm going to fight you. That's how you know it's time to vote. <laughs> A habitual line class. <laughs> Back me up, Joe. <laughs> oh, it's time to vote. <laughs> it's time to vote. <laughs> All
0: right. Moving on to our last subject, y'all. This question is for J-Dot and J-Dot only. Uh-oh. J-Dot, if you see me throw my God of War hat in the air, what happens next? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did. That sounds like trouble. I, I feel like I was supposed to know what happens next. I, I, I don't know specifically what happens next, but I, I just feel like anytime you throw a hat of any nature in the air, uh, by the time it comes down, something bad going to happen. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, if y'all don't know by now, we are now on the, Montgomery, the Alabama Montgomery Riverboat Brawl.
1: Oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah, I, I stayed away from this one, too. i seen a couple of videos, but...
0: You stayed away from this one?
1: I stayed away from it. Huh, I, like, I sent a couple of memes in the chat about folding chairs and stuff, because that, that was kind of funny for a minute, but uh, I stayed away from
0: it. I'm going to take I slept so good last week. I slept because I was like, Fear come in and like remove the tablet off my chest," because I was just like, "Like yeah," and I was just I was knocked out. It was like a lullaby for me. Um, big brother, you want to? Um, no, you sh- <laughs> okay, Joe? <laughs> Joe, you want to? <laughs> um. that
2: was um big brothers over there rolling man um the situation with the montgomery alabama thing was rough to see Mm -hmm. um it was uh it was the visual for me um the visual of history um that's like I said from the beginning, of go you to know, the black community, their history—it's the same visual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, somebody getting beat down. Uh, I like the the Big Brother Aquaman. I I know that's why he was tired, cause he was out there swimming, trying to trying to whoop some ass. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's uh, it's shitty, man. You know what I mean? It's just uh, people are fed up, man, and they're gonna start, you know, grabbing whatever they can to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just the way it goes. Is people are fed up with all the bullshit, and um, I would have been okay if it was a one-on-one man, one-on-one brawl, mm-hmm. duke it out till the cops show up. But then when I saw the rest of the white people go over there and start beating that man, that's when I was like, "Oh, that's bullshit." You know what I mean? And uh, it's just that image right there. That who cares what the context was, what was said mm-hmm. back and forth. Is the image that we all got to see is that we're still divided Mm -hmm. i mean and it's uh it's tough you know what i mean
0: uh big brother i guess i should let you do your disclaimer before we started this
3: Uh. (laughs) um it's at first when i first saw it when i saw the video you know of course you know you you're like what is this you know i'm just off but then i'm watching i'm like wait wait but then Of course, you know, you don't condone violence, but then you you keep watching it. Like, why are these people doing this? There's so many, so many layers to this, but not to take up too much time, it's just more of a, the humanity, when you can start looking at each other than less than human, and you're just judging people and dealing with people by what you feel as though they are less than, whether it be because how they look, their skin color, whatever, And then you just decide nothing can happen to me if i do this because of who i am and you just decide to attack this man Mm -hmm. you just attack this man for trying to do his job and then everybody everything is trying to make this narrative of look what happened and i'll just say this where if you notice the news didn't even know how to cover it for a few days because it wasn't his fault Mm -hmm. it came from that side they didn't know how to cover it but in a nutshell i know this is going to uh, sometimes you just find out (laughs) played around and you found out you know some that's like sometimes where that bully just kept messing with that kid and that one day that kid just had enough and stepped up it's all within that definition, yo? Y'all just messed around and found out that day.
2: And you know, I recorded an episode earlier with the Hawaii and the Alabama stuff, and just what Big Brother just said—that's exactly what I said.
0: Fuck around, yeah. fuck around, and find out. Fuck around. Yeah. Thank
2: you, really. I appreciate
0: you. Yeah, right. I, I, I was gonna say it. Yeah, I was gonna say it for him. <laughs> fuck around and find out.
3: Yeah. You just, you just found, you just found out that day. You really did.
0: But, it's, I mean,
1: it's, this is the thing that, that's scary, and this has been scaring me for a while. I've been trying to, like, explain this when I had conversations with my my white friends and stuff, is that, uh like, this this whole conversation we've been having about racism and stuff like that has been going on for centuries at this point. And it's like, at a certain point, especially when he, where we are right now, we're still trying to convince people that racism exists. Like, the conversation is still does it even exist? We haven't even got to the how do we fix it, how do we change it, any of that. We still trying to convince people that it exists. You are going to reach a point where people realize that talking is not working. And where do you go at that point? And I think like this is one of those examples of like, we don't want it to get to this point, but that's exactly where we're heading. Mm -hmm. Like this conversation is getting tiresome. Like we still, talking about whether or not racism is a problem or if it even is real. Like, that's crazy to me. And at some point, people are gonna stop talking, but... Uh, like, I do enjoy the unity, though. I, I appreciate the unity, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? People came together, they saw their brother in need, mm-hmm. and they grabbed whatever they could find, and uh, and came to his aid.
3: And and then, like, like you said, when are we gonna just realize this, that we're all human, we're all created equal, just stop playing with this. This is just not a good path to be on. We are all equal, mm-hmm. you know, to love one in one another and to, you know, just deal with the person, be, you know, for who they are, not because of black, brown, whatever. You know, it's just. But when you saw that, you know, yeah, it would. You just couldn't. I was in, I had no words for like three days. I just watched it. I was like, oh my gosh. Those I, people just learned a lesson that day.
0: I'm not ashamed. To, that was I'm not ashamed to say I, I got a couple of them saved. Like downloaded, <laughs> saved. Um, this, this. If I have a rough night going to we'll be laughing. Yeah. Pick <laughs> me up, quick. Yeah, yeah, quick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, maybe having a rough day at work. Like, hey, let me just play this out loud. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so couple couple things. One, Joe don't know if you know, but that dock was the central location of where slaves were dropped and sold. At that same dock. Did you know that?
2: Mm-mm.
0: So that is why it made it so satisfying. I'm gonna say, I look, it was satisfying because that same exact dock is where our ancestors was unloaded, treated as goods less than human which is what you know we're, we're we're preaching today less than human sold killed beaten on that same dock it was very monumental i'm i'm telling you that now if 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 you had probably been down there you would have felt that energy that day uh, another thing that I found out was two hours before the brawl, 30 young women had a ceremony honoring the ancestors at the at the Montgomery Riverfront where they uh, fed flowers to the ancestors in the water.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm sure that added to, that added to it because nothing seems to upset white folks more than mm-hmm. like... When you bring up slave when you when you when you mention the fact that this shit actually happened there's some lasting effects you know it's not like you said joe like uh never really been given the opportunity to heal uh, a lot of the things that are people don't seem to, to realize that like yes it happened you know this amount of years ago but a lot of that stuff still carries over to that date to till to today you know a lot the red line and the you know, not being allowed to own property and stuff like that. It set a lot of people behind <clears throat> for generations and people are still trying to get out of that. And when you're trying to look at it like, well, why can't you? Or, you know, so much has gotten better. Yeah, it has. And there's still a long way to go. You know, yes, things are better than they used to be, but that doesn't mean that things are, are, are perfect or the way they should be. There's still a lot of, not mm-hmm. a change, a lot of things that have to be addressed. But if, you know, one of the first things they did When they got rid of apartheid in south africa is the government made a a a grand declaration they admitted what they did they said yes there was a system in place specifically designed to oppress a certain group and until this country can be honest with themselves about what has happened and what is happening like i you know you got to admit there's a problem before you can fix or you can heal from it you gotta you gotta say this is a hurt this is an injury Mm -hmm. and then now you can start addressing it but if you can't, it, if we can't even come to terms with the fact that there is an injury here, like, that's the part that's, like, depressing me and upsetting me. I don't, the end game doesn't seem to look good right now.
0: You know, yeah. You know, Joe, uh, like you brought up uh, earlier, you no, know, on the episode that you was on last week for the culture, and I was telling you about how at least, you know, you was talking about how y'all have, not y'all, I'm talking in general some of y'all have let go of the culture, the Mexican culture, and have adopted the Western culture. And I was telling you how we still trying to find our culture. No, some of us still trying. A lot of our culture is trauma. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of it really is is trauma, but um, I'ma try to wrap this up, y'all, because I won't hold y'all, but
2: I do want to say something. Um, This was jacked up from the beginning. You know, at the beginning of this country was formed. You guys know what they were fighting for, right? Freedom, Mm -hmm. right? Independence. Mm -hmm. You had slaves. (laughs) So not everybody was free. Mm -hmm. So the same shit that they were trying to fight for, you have people enslaved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're fighting for your freedom, but you still have people enslaved. So, I mean, this is the whole mess up from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think in order for us to be, if you wanted it to be different than, I, in, than all the other countries, we should have started out on the right foot, but instead, this is what happens. This is the repercussions of oppressing and enslaving people, treating them like shit. You could, you could have enslaved them, but you fucking dragged them around the fucking town, you oppressed them, Treat them like shit, separate them. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Shit like that is going to have consequences.
3: Uh,
0: What, you going to say something? Go ahead, brother.
3: Uh, just like with everything that we've talked about, like, I just feel as though everything rolls back to humanity. You know, you s- people seem to forget we're all human. Everyone's created equal. But for some reason, people just lose their humanity and forget about others, other people's humanity and just always can find a reason or an excuse to treat someone less than themselves. So I think there's a, a big lack of humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was going to say was
0: just to kind of lighten this up a little bit. I don't know if, uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how many of you watch anime. Yeah. Y'all, y'all watch anime. I don't. Okay. Well, there, there's this thing called the hyperbolic time chamber on Dragon Ball Z. Where it's rumored that an hour equals 15 days of training. And when I seen 16-year-old Aaron jump in that still water and was carried by the ancestors and lifted by the ancestors, I knew then I have just seen a Super Saiyan in the Flash. It was Trunks. I think it was Trunks. He had the pink hair and everything. And when I seen Pham, that boat pulled up and it docked at the other angle, And I seen fam get off the dock, off the boat. They take their shirts off and skip down the dock. I'm going to tell you something. I knew it was on. I had cold chills. I thought I was back at a No Limit concert. I just knew somebody was going to get knocked out. I I don't condone violence. I'm aggressive, but I'm not the aggressor. And that day... They found out. They did.
1: Uh, do you have any uh, folding chairs in your trunk right now? Are you riding around with heat right now?
0: I'm already on a couple lists. There's no sense okay. of me adding adding fault, to that. Yeah.
1: I, mean, I ain't going to make you incriminate yourself, my fault. No.
0: I don't no, I don't I don't have any folding chairs. I don't wear a cap. I do have a cap. I'll take that back. But you know what? <laughs> I don't, because I know you in the South and it's actually kind of, uh, normal for black people to ride around with folding chairs in their trunk. Yeah. It really is because they go, you know, we go to the park or we go to somebody's house cause they don't have a porch cause we, we've been redlined. So, you know, we don't have a porch, you know, you just have like a step, (laughs) you have a, you step into the house. That's it. Yeah. Um but um yeah I I don't condone the violence I don't condone violence, but that was a situation. This is what I got out of it. I'm not even a hundred percent sure it was racial. The whole the whole altercation. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not saying that it wasn't because it could have been. He could have been. He could have been saying, "Nigga, this nigga, that." We don't know.
1: It, it was Montgomery, Alabama.
0: Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> but at the same time, you're not about to jump Uncle Cecil on that dock. You, you, that, that's not about to happen. I'm just. I'm really glad that somebody that somebody did step up instead of. Cause we're in the society where everybody wants to film everything, and I'm just glad that somebody, even though it was, you know, the 16 year old had to swim across the river.
3: It was that part for me. I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" You... Oh, like and, and... to me, he must have been. Yeah. He must have been his mentor.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. He must have been he, related to that man. He had to just be said no. Yeah, yeah, he was like, oh hell no. It was, it was a good. Yeah.
3: It was a good distance swim.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and you know what else? You know what else happened last Sunday? You know what they found out? Black people can swim. <laughs> I,
3: just a, I just dropped the.
0: I just dropped the mic on y'all. It the myth <laughs> was busted. Black people can swim, and that wasn't shallow water. I can do... I'm okay in shallow water. That was open. Oh, you can't swim well? I said shallow. I can swim in shallow water. Doesn't matter wait, if it's shallow.
3: Wait, wait, wait. That's like those people who say, oh, I can swim underwater. Everybody can swim underwater. <laughs> Look, I've never been wait, to that. You, you're talking about spades. You yeah. can't swim on here. Okay. not wrong. J-Dot, you can't swim? Because it's no...
0: Because black people don't swim. <laughs> have a pool, we can't afford a J- pool. J- 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 you swim?
2: Oh, yeah. I can swim.
0: Can you swim, Big Brother? Oh, like a fish. Like a fish. See? 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 Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm going to
1: break that generational curse with my dog. Chef Elise he's going to learn how to swim. He's going to be...
0: Well, we cool. should learn with her. Yeah.
1: They have adult swim classes. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good
0: on that. No i i i took swimming lessons as a kid, but I've never like been out to the ocean or in a river to test out the skills. You know, everything I swimmed in was shallow. Oh, you can jump in! The, you can jump in like six feet of water and, and figure that out. Yeah, but yeah. But, but but some but oh, but but they have some six foot that that's shallow too, to where you don't just go all the way down.
1: Y'all, y'all not gonna get no footage to use against me of my 41 year old ass in a, in a beginning of the swimming class with, with floaties on or something, trying not to drown. I Sitting there floating. Right,
3: so I'm, I'm just gonna write you and Will off. Cannot swim <laughs> Cannot except swim. underwater. Yeah,
0: except under. Yeah, no, I can float. You know, how you're laying in your back and you just float on top of the water. I can do that. Okay. That's swimming. That counts as swimming. <laughs>
3: So, so we all uh, on a retreat. Being <laughs> me, me, me and Joe, I'm like, hey, don't you two go out too far. You had to
0: worry about that. Now you won't have to worry about that no, no, because we 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 gonna be doing other things besides, uh, yeah, at a at a retreat. Is 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 this, is, is this like an all inclusive? Like like yeah. food and liquor? Yeah. Oh lord! Because that because I'm because <laughs> I I might just bring some extra insulin just in case. <laughs>
3: Well I'll, i already know if that happens, I, I I'm gonna to have to chaperone three.
0: No,
1: I'll get up I'm getting water higher than my waist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. It was swimming. I'm I i did not come here to swim. I came here to eat. <laughs> It's could could did this back home? <laughs> you see
1: what happened, Willie. Really? You see what happened. We gave us we gave him so much shit about the spades, and he found something that we can't do. And he's like, oh, "I got, this. I got one on you now."
3: Yeah, those damn bullies. I'm like, y'all can't come in here. Y'all
0: can't swim. Yeah, can't... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Our my ours YMCA doesn't even have a pool.
3: They need to they need to be closed down. Then what YMCA doesn't have no pool?
0: Mm, our ours.
3: Yeah, YMCA's are known for pools.
0: The the YMCA in my neighborhood, hell, it wasn't even there. It, it was it wasn't built until I was like in, excuse me, middle school. That's that's how property stricken my neighborhood is, Joe. <laughs> or my my wife,
3: my wife. Yeah. Joe. I was like, dang, what, why, Joe? Though. <laughs> our oh, softball, shit.
0: our softball field has one like corner fence. You know how like usually the softball field Bro, has it the. Where's the owner? I want to. It, We don't. We don't even have a whole field. We have to switch sides when we play softball and football and stuff. <laughs> the sidewalk is part of the sideline when we play football, Joe.
3: Okay, <laughs> he plays. He plays. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah, like we had one sock, we all had to share. It. Yeah, every, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If it was like it'd be like four teams, but we had one football, so all the teams had to wait <laughs> <laughs> to play the game until we Everybody was done. The game. And then don't let it go into overtime, cause then you will never get to play. Everybody forfeit. Oh, that's funny. So, <laughs> 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 but league, I appreciate y'all pulling up. Stopping by. This was fun. I enjoyed myself. This was educational. I think we all learned something from each other today. Uh, I think the that dot and Will can't swim. That, <laughs> that, that, that Uno is not. <laughs> Ooh, but don't you? If you bring a, a deck, two decks of Uno in here, you send it the kids' table. Don't don't you don't don't you. Derek comes to at my kitchen table with no Uno. Oh, but but
3: Uno can ruin a friendship, though. I want you to know it. I've seen friendships r- ruined over that.
0: I have, and I've also seen fights occur over spades.
1: I just want to show you Willie. Really. Uh, these the black packs. They are. I got them in all the colors too.
0: Uh, hell. Oh yeah. Hey. Uh. How much was those?
1: I, I can't remember. But as soon as I saw them, like I got the hat. Yeah. Because I. It's too
0: slippery,
3: but okay. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. They're okay. all metallic Oh, so uh, okay. Now I was gonna say, hey Joe, we're gonna learn how to play on the low, act like we don't know how to play, we're gonna take all day cash.
2: Yep. Part of the plan. I gotta learn tonight.
1: <laughs> now Joe gonna come in and have us play a game that don't nobody know the rules to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he gonna he gonna be he gonna be slick. I took out all the jokers. <laughs> but, but but we got all the twos like now Joe, we supposed to have the joke we're supposed to take the twos out. It, it, this, this ain't how what, you you playing tonk. What is this? uh but I appreciate y'all coming by. This was fun educational. I think the listeners has got a good no a great peek in what's in store for them coming soon. The League of Kings podcast. I cannot wait. Uh, just real quick, cause I forgot to announce it, but yes, Joe was on uh the show last week for the culture episode. If you have not checked it out, if you not have not checked it out, please check it out. It was good. Another, another educational episode where we learn from each other and we we talked through some 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 tough some some tough conversations, but it was a good understanding conversation. And I look forward to doing part two with Joe. But uh J Dot, once not you go ahead and let them know where to find you, what you got going on? Uh go ahead and give them your resume.
1: Man, right. yeah. So the what is CWS podcast, uh, episodes of that drop every Monday. Um Opulence Radio will be coming back. I think it might be a little dark right now, but it uh, will be coming back. And I got several shows there. But I just want to say because I feel like I probably lost my black card because I had no idea what happened at the uh, Montgomery, Alabama brawl. Like I just, like I said, like, I'm a little fatigued with the trauma. So I saw a fight and I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna check it out. But uh, contrary to popular belief, I am black and I do know how to play spades. I just want to put that out there.
0: Go ahead, big That's brother. All I got. Go ahead, big brother
3: i am the resident big brother host of big brother advice podcast the place for good advice and encouragement new episodes premiere every thursday we are doing the series a well-lived life so the next part in the series will premiere this thursday so catch up on the previous segments on a well-lived life and as you know now we are the league of kings the series premiere of this part of that podcast will be premiering very soon look for us with me and the rest of the kings. Once again, Big Brother Vice Podcast episodes on Thursdays.
2: Yep. Well said, Big Brother. I'm Joe. I'm the host of uh Bull Talk by Joe podcast. Uh episodes come out every Monday. An occasional bonus episode is dropped uh every other week or so. Uh you can reach me on uh, Twitter. Twitter. Instagram and uh, YouTube, and uh, you can catch all that stuff there. Um, I have some videos on on YouTube, and some of those, some of the podcasts, some of the episodes are on there too. But mainly, it's uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
0: Dope, dope, dope. Nothing but dopeness up in here. All right, Kings. Uh, unless you got anything else, we're gonna go ahead and uh, roll out. Oh, you say so you done, huh, Big Bro? You done. I've seen you. Oh, no, no,
3: no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm like I'm actually good. Now, I was just going to tell everyone stay tuned. Yeah, that big things coming. The yeah. League of Kings. Stay tuned.
0: All right, Kings and Queens, until next time.
3: Okay, so long, do like this whole cap young living in the projects, broke with no lights on. to so all
0: the that follow me, protect your essence, born with less, but you still. See- Precious Just smell for me now. Just just smell for me now. Just just smell for me now.
3: Smile for me for me you Smile for smell for me now. You ain't got nothing worried about for